Hello, everybody. This is Ron. We're going to get started here right now. And I just muted everybody out so that we can have a little peace in the background. For those of you who are on the call, you're in one or two groups. You're in Group A who are Gold Club members or Group B who are not Gold Club members, depending on which code you came in on. If you are members, you may participate in the call if you wish and ask questions. And if you've submitted property information sheets to me, of course, I'm going to be wanting you on the call so we can go over those, and you should have the proper code. If you are not a member, please go to uh, ronsgoldclub.com when you get off the call and sign up. It's a very inexpensive uh, resource group to be part of, and when you go there and look at all the benefits, I'm sure you're going to want to join us. So next month you can get on the call and participate as well, in addition to the massive amount of other things that are on that Gold Club site, and it's actually getting bigger and bigger every single month. We're constantly adding to it. So um, our operator tonight is Bernice. If you are one who has a question or who has submitted a property information sheet, please go ahead and get in the queue. Bernice will take you in order by which you arrive. She will announce me your name, and I will then go over your question or your sheet. And in order. In fact, let me run off the names that need to get in the queue right now. And we're going to start with uh, Rayco McKendry, who had a question that I, I can answer. So Rayco, get in there if you're listening. Uh, Wayne Hyatt, get in the queue, please. Carmen Wilson. William Everline, get in the queue. Melody Balk, get in the queue. I have sheets here from you. And John Healy, get in the queue. Walt Stewart, get in the queue. Paul Tulurda, get in the queue. And Linville Stewart, get in the queue. And Karen, you know who you are from Bristol, Pennsylvania, get in the queue. And Karen, I have 13 property information sheets here tonight. If you did not hear your name called, I did not get it. Our cutoff deadline is usually at 3 p.m. on Monday of the call. Now, in case you're not aware, our next call is uh, next month. On it's in July, and it is always the second Monday of the month. That will be on July the 8th, which is the day we are returning from our convention in Las Vegas. So no sooner do I get back than I'll be taking that call and, in fact, I arrive just about in the nick of time to get on that call. So that is on July the 8th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Assuming my plane's not late, but don't worry, I'll have provisional someone else on here if it is. A little bit about where is Ron going to be the month of June. I am starting in my uh, Baltimore boot camp. starts on the 19th of this month. We'll have, uh, we've got a great group we'll have in Baltimore, and that will go through the 22nd. And on that same Saturday, I'll be speaking in Nashville for Robin Thompson at one of her events. So you're wondering how I can do the boot camp and be in Nashville at the same time. Well, I am just that good. That's all I can say. Now, of course, on July the 3rd, we start our convention in Las Vegas. And that will be the Axe Day, which is July 3rd. And our convention will run all the way through the 7th. If you guys have not registered for that convention yet, you're running out of time. And we got some really cool stuff planned for you. In fact, we just found out here a couple of days ago that on Wednesday night we're going to have Elvis. Elvis is going to join us live from Las Vegas and do a show for us. 
and that's after the all-day axe event on Wednesday night. And um, we got some other things there we haven't even announced yet that we're going to do for you guys. So come on out to Vegas. I just came from the Red Rock the other day, which is the great hotel casino we'll be in. I was out there doing some filming for a new <coughs> virtual training we're going to launch here. <coughs> Excuse me at the event. And boy, is that one fine hotel! <coughs> in fact, that hotel's got a food court in it as big as the one in your mall, which is good because my folks are usually hungry. That thing has got a movie theater in it with ten different shows on it, and a bowling alley, and a bingo parlor, and wow! Now, of course, you're not going to have any time to do any of that stuff except eat, but. Uh, it is one great place to be, and it's only $99 a night. It's an incredible bargain for this beautiful uh, resort hotel. So uh, if you want to get out to the convention, go to newagewithron.com, newagewithron.com, or call my office and get registered. It's only 297 bucks for the pair. That's two people, and we're feeding you dinner and a banquet and a show, uh, even in addition. We're having two Vegas shows, so come on out there and join us. All right, I'm also going to be in San Francisco on the 24th through the 27th doing a boot camp there. And I'll be speaking all day in Minneapolis on July the 13th. And in July 24th to 27th, I'll be in San Francisco. And in the end of that month, I'll be doing my PPG meeting here in Jacksonville. And we're going to be offshore fishing a whole day. And I'm going to show this group what Florida fishermen can do to fish. So with that said, that kind of brings me up to date on my catch-up. So, Bernice, do we have anyone in the queue as of yet? Nobody is in the queue as of now. All right. Well, guys, you got to get in the queue whether you have questions. And if you have property information sheets, you got to hit star zero to get in the queue. I don't know that I even told you that, but you got to hit star zero to get in there. Bernice, as soon as they start coming in, would you please let me know and just interrupt me and uh, be careful that if you hit star zero and you don't get an immediate answer then you hit star zero again you've just taken yourself out of the queue so you'll have to hit star zero a third time to get back in the queue um, while Bernice is stacking them up you guys should know that we're going to be launching a brand new virtual training come uh, July. I just came from filming a lot of the parts of it, and this thing is really going to be cool. I mean, literally, you'll be able to uh, sit at home and take my boot camp online, and uh, it'll be interactive, and you'll be tested after every single class. And if you fail, I'll come on there and tell you, hey, hey doofus, go back and take it again. You, you didn't do so hot. And you get a certificate when you pass and the whole thing. Plus, of course, we're going to give you credit for the live event. Uh, this is not going to be an expensive uh, virtual training. Uh, keep your eyes open. We're going to launch it. And the reason we're doing that is because an awful lot of people just can't get to the four-day event no matter what. So we thought it's time for us to bring the event to you. And, of course, you won't be able to sit at home and get on the bus tour because we, be, we didn't film the bus tour, but uh, everything else we'll have in the, in the meeting. Any there, anybody there yet, Bernice? Yes, Ron. Okay. We have the first question that comes from Wayne. Wayne, go ahead, please. Wayne who? Wayne Hyatt. Wayne Hyatt? Yes. Got you, Wayne. Okay. You've got a property information sheet here. Yes. All right. I showed that, uh, wow, this one's really hard. It looks like they're, they will sell for what they owe on it. So let's talk about the. Oh, I see. Is this a, uh, is this current? Yeah, it says it's current. Is that true? Yes. 
All right. In this case, however, the seller owes 146000 That's what the seller will take for it, but the seller and you think it's only worth about eighty. Is that correct? Yes. Have you done research on that, Wayne, or are you just taking the seller's word for it? No, I, I did the comps on it, and uh, that's what it came out to. Okay. Well, here's what I would do if I were you. You've got a house that needs no work. It's a two-bedroom, two-bath, 992 square feet. It says here at the bottom of the page that the seller is willing to contribute to avoid a short sale, and that is good news. However, we've got, even got better news for the seller. This is an axe deal, pure and simple, Wayne. So what you've got to do is get the seller to lease option it for the loan balance at the time it's purchased, clearly disclosing to the seller that you're going to find a tenant buyer to install in the house who will make that payment, who will pay rent equal to the $840 a month PITI payment, which, sir, is your only salvation here, and they'll need a 10-year lease option on it. Do you understand all that? Yes, Ron, okay. the uh, question I have with this is there's such a big gap between... I know your question, Wayne, and I'm getting to okay. it, so relax. Okay. Now you're thinking, well, nobody will buy that house because it's so overfinanced, and your thinking is incorrect. You do not advertise the price of that house. You advertise the payment, and that will attract a lot of people to it, Wayne. And then when you get somebody who's interested in it and says they want it, then you explain to them very simply, I'll lease option the pro I have a lease option on the property, which I'll assign to you. Your payment's $840 a month. You'll take on the responsibility for the repairs after the first 30 months. And then when you get ready to buy the house, I will have the seller sign an affidavit on the front end that they will participate in a short sale on the back end when you uh, get ready to apply for a loan and get approved. And that is the only exit strategy for this seller on this house, Wayne, other than to walk away. So literally, a tenant buyer could sit in this thing for years and pay down that note. And, um, and, and then when they want to buy, fine, just go get them a loan. And, and, of course, if you've got my course, you know that that addendum clearly states that we can't guarantee the bank will do anything. But we all know that the bank will discount this down to retail price anytime they're asked, if they got somebody ready to pay cash for it. Ron, do you think the seller should just go directly to a short sale, though? Well, that's the problem with that is they got to list it with a realtor, and then they got to have a buyer. Where are they going to get right. this buyer? You're supplying them with that buyer. And in the meantime, the seller's out, and they're going to get their payments made. Okay. Got it? Sounds Wayne, good. Thanks. Wayne, Wayne, if you go put this yeah. under contract, what's the worst going to happen? Uh, I don't think there's any downside. Right answer, sir. The, the seller clearly knows you're not going to make any payments. Where it can happen is you don't find anybody, and I promise you, you will. And you build your buyer's list in, this, in the process. Isn't that the worst can happen? Well, I'll tell oh, you. Yeah. I will tell you right now that we have uh, put a lot of tenant buyers in houses that that. Uh, we we're shaky on the front end. We didn't think they'd want, but we quickly learned that the amount owed on that debt is not their concern. They're concerned about how okay. much they got to give you and how much that payment is, and that payment is sweet, eight hundred forty dollars a month. I mean, that's gonna, where are they going to rent cheaper than that? 
Yeah, these units rent for right at seven fifty a month. Well, this one is eight forty, and they got an option to buy it for ten years. Close yep. enough. Yep. Okay. Great. Thank right. you. Okay. All right, Bernice. Who else we got? Okay, the next person is Rako. Rako, go ahead, please. Rako, Rako. <laughs> Hi, Ron. How are How you? Are you? <laughs> okay, Rako is having trouble finding an escrow company who will collect her payment and make the underlying payment, right? Right. Wrong. Uh-oh. Write, write this down. Okay. I probably told you the wrong name of the company, so it's okay. probably my fault. It is escrowserve. Dot com, S-E-R-V, escrowserve.com. Gotcha. Okay, S-E-R-V.com. And the phone number That is, should do it. Uh, I'm going to check it out and get this going. Great. And the, Thanks. And the, and the phone number is? Oh, good, good. 800-654-7870. I'm all set. Thank you. I went on that site. It is very. It is still there, and I have talked to this company personally, and we are using them. Great. Trust me, great. I'll call. I'll take care of it right away. All right. Now, for the rest of you listening, that information you ought to write down as well, because that is a company that will collect the lease option payments, pay the underlying debt, and drop the balance in your account, or they will collect owner financing payments and do the same thing. They issue 1099s, 1098s to the end of the year to both parties, and it costs $50 to set the, the setup fee and $15 a month to have them do that great service, and they work in all 50 states. So that is escrowserve, S-E-R-V, dot com. Glad you brought that up, Rico. It's a question I get sometimes. Okay. Thank you, Juan. Okay. Bernice? The next question comes from John. John, please go ahead. John. Hello, Walt. John who? John Healy from New oh, Jersey. Okay, John, I got you here. You got him in here every month, don't you, man? <laughs> okay. All right, I got two on you. Yes. Let's start with the one on Sunnyfield. Okay. Seller says, no, they will not lease option. So why am I looking at it, John? Uh. On the second question, they say no also. Well, the question is, so you're saying if you don't get full price and all cash, you won't sell? And the answer is no. That probably just means they didn't understand the first question. That's what I thought. Uh, it, John, it's worth a call. But I can okay. tell you, if they won't well, lease option, you're dead in water with this thing. Okay. So, so don't uh, fret over it. Yeah, I get a lot of those. Well, you're always going to get a lot of those. Because <laughs> I, I just don't understand if they don't understand or not. So. Well, you're going to get a lot of those. We, yeah. well, you know, we get about 50% of our people to say yes. The other 50%, um, we call them if we get around to it. But we oh, have okay. trouble keeping up with the yeses. We don't want to chase the nos. However, it's worth you calling. Number one, okay. you've got to make sure that your VA is getting the right answers and not just circling no. Okay. Number two, a lot of the no's you can convert to a yes. So you get on the telephone and the conversation is going to, I'll tell you what, let's you and I practice because we've got a lot of people listening tonight. And this is a common question. So you and I practice. I'm calling you, okay? Okay. You're this seller, and whatever answer you give me, I'm going to be able to handle it for you. All right? I'm calling you back after the VA's called you. Got it? Got and, it. And your name is Sandy. Sandy, okay. Okay. Hello. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Ron. 
Uh, how do you know my name? I haven't told you my name oh, yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Hello. Uh, who's this? Uh, yeah, Sandy, this is Ron. I, my assistant called you the other day on your house on Sunnyfield, and I'm checking back with you. You got a minute right now? Uh, yes. Okay, listen, I just wanted to verify. Uh, my assistant said here that you are not interested in doing a lease purchase on the property. Is that true or false? Um, well, I didn't understand the way she said it. Okay. Well, do you have questions that I can answer for you? Um, yeah, how does that work? Well, it's pretty simple, Sandy. I, we can lease the property from you with an option to buy it if we can determine a price and a monthly payment on the property and the term. That means that uh, we take over the property and we're responsible for all the repairs after the first 30 days and ultimately uh, someone will, we'll put someone in the house that will get you cashed out of the house by refinancing it. That so that sense? means I get paid at the end? or? Well, that means you get paid when we cash out. We do have to create a term and it will take a while for that to happen. And okay. frankly, that's the reason I'm calling, because if your only objective is to sell this house for cash and cash out of it right now, then there's not much I can do for you. So should we continue this conversation or not? Um, I'll have to discuss it with my husband. Well, you do that. But it really comes down to this. If you're willing to work on some terms, I can help you. If you want full price and all cash, I can't. Okay. So do you want to call me back? or? Yes, I'll call you back. All right. Well, I'll give you my number and you call me back because if you don't, I'm never going to call you again, just for the record. All right? Okay. Now, if I didn't have anything else to do, maybe I'll chase you around for a couple of weeks. But <laughs> me, I have plenty to do, and I'm not chasing you at all. You want to sell your house, you call me back. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to your second one here. It also says no, no. Yes. All right, same thing. So let's get some yeses. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Is this a dupe? No, it's not a yeah, dupe. Yeah, I like something too. Um, let's get some yeses. Where are you getting your leads from? Do you have a FISBO or VA calling? Yes. I, I just got a new VA, and she's getting more than the last VA. Remember, the last VA wasn't getting the mortgage information. All right. Okay. But, um, well, I see you're getting that. Yeah, now I got that. <laughs> you're getting them filled out completely. The <laughs> so where are the leads coming from? Are you doing anything to feed your VA leads? No, I think it says it on the bottom, for sale by owner, and I think they're using Craigslist. Well, you should be working to give them leads, John. Okay. And there's only so many they can glean off the Craigslist and yeah. the sites. But, yeah, man, it's, it's kind of endless how many you can generate and send to them. Okay. Are, are you at least riding around looking at signs in front of houses? Yes, I was doing that before. I yeah, believe I mentioned before, not today, but once before I told you. I got a, a stack of them. I just got to sort them out now because the last VA wasn't getting me the mortgage information. So. All right. Well, and it's not too late. I mean, uh, it ain't like these things go stale in a week. Yeah. So, okay. Um, it all starts with getting these things filled out, so let the VA do that. The more leads you can get them, the better. Generate okay. some leads. Are you running ads online? Um, I believe we set up, the last VA set up a Craigslist ad for... Uh, well, that uh, has to be renewed every three days, you know, so you, okay. you ought to so be generating some them. things to run ads online. Send them to the virtual assistant. Let them call. And, in other words, force your own leads. If you want, okay. if you want to get... See, if you had, I'm telling you this because if you had 10, 15, 20 of these coming in a week, you wouldn't care what these two sellers say. 
Okay. Just go deal with the yeses, all right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'll tell you, John, that is the difference between success and failure right there. Constant okay. lead flow. All right? All right. Yeah, okay. Thank you very much. Bernice, talk to me. Okay. The next person is Rich. Rich, please go ahead. Go ahead, Rich. Hi, Ron. How you doing? Good. Where are you from? Pennsylvania. Do I have a sheet from you? Uh, no, I just had a okay. question. I don't All have right, any shoot. sheets. Shoot. Okay. I think I have a couple questions, but let me just get one in. When I sit down and sign a lease option agreement with my lease option buyer, yes. should I also sign a purchase and sale agreement or no. wait until they... No, your option agreement is your purchase agreement. Okay, so do not sign a separate purchase and sale agreement. Rich, you may never need a purchase and sale agreement. Purchase and yes, sale if they, is if, if you're actually want. taking title. Mm-hmm. If you're taking title, you only need a purchase and sale. If you're not, you only need a lease purchase agreement. Now, this is when I already have the house either under control or I own it, and I'm working with my lease option buyer, the person. Oh, I'm your buyer. In. I'm sorry. Right. No, yeah, no, no, no. The, the, all they get is a lease option uh, agreement as well because they have the option to buy built right into it. Okay, so we don't now, need a separate purchase and sale agreement. No, you do not. Now, you will at the time they go apply for a loan, most likely. Okay, so just wait until then yeah, if it ever yeah, happens. Yeah. Wait until they call you and say, hey, I need a purchase sale agreement. My mortgage broker says this won't work. That's the time where you give them any credit for any down payment assistance that they've got or any adjustments mm-hmm. you make. Okay, excellent. Uh, I've got two more questions, but I can two. wait if somebody else needs to jump oh, in. Oh, I'll get them all in. Okay, uh, real quick. Um, I've attended two of your quick start four-day seminars, uh-huh. which are outstanding, of course. Thank you. I even had my son with me on one. Um, and I'm in the uh, Gold Club, and the uh, DVD that you sent out is fantastic. Um, but it does speak to a couple of scripts that are not in my Quick Start manual. Is there any way I could get an updated what, manual? What scripts? Uh, the new scripts for uh, when, you, uh, when you call back a seller after you, the, the VA has given you a sheet. There's some scripts in there that are not in my book. Is there any way I could get a new a new quick start manual? No, because that's the only thing that's new in it, really, since yours, uh, most likely. How long ago did you go? Uh, it's been about eight months or so ago. I went to one, and then I went to one about yeah. a year and a half ago. Why don't ago. you just email Debbie tomorrow and ask her to send you those scripts. There's three of them. Okay. Do you have her email address handy, or how can I get She's, that? Give the Gold Club email. Okay, and just to Debbie? Whoever answers, but, yeah, Debbie, who's, I don't know who would be answering your emails there, but whoever it is, tell them to get you those scripts, and they'll probably track me down to find out what the heck you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> well, you did mention a couple of page numbers, like page 90 and stuff, so I can, I can refer to that. Okay, very yeah, good. Yeah, please and, do that. All right. The last thing is um, I have a, an owner financing deal. It's a very small deal. But they're talking $150 a month payment, which is very, very low on this uh, yeah, two-bedroom row house. Okay. Uh, but he's in a he's in the process of getting a divorce. Uh huh. He owned the property before they were married. Um, she lived in it for a little while, and now she's out, and they're getting a divorce. I don't know the answer uh, to that, sir. That depends on the law uh, concerning yeah. uh, her rights in that state. Well, my thought was to get her to sign a quit claim. That's the, that's the safest thing to do if she's willing. Okay. All right. 
Yeah, if she says no, I'm out because I'm, I'm not going to play the legal game anymore. I've spent too much money on a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but wait a minute now. If they're getting a divorce and he owned it before uh-huh. she moved in, she may not have any claim. Well, I, I spoke with my lawyer, and he said that if he bought the house before they were married and then they got married and the house appreciated while they were married, then she would have a claim on that appreciation. So I'm right back in the legal soup. Well, maybe, but, but you know it didn't yeah. appreciate. Um, you know, I, I, there's so much uh, leeway that a divorce uh, well, look, the best uh, judge thing has. Good is luck. Get, her, yeah. get her to do a quick claim deed to you. Yeah, I, I think that's the cleanest. I just wanted to make sure that, right. you know, you agreed with that. And that is one I'd probably buy title insurance on, <laughs> just for the record. That way well, the the, uh, the uh, purchase price is six thousand dollars. So, well then, what are you worried about? Not a lot. Don't there. do it yeah. for crying out loud. You have your money back in four days. Right. I mean, it's no problem. I just don't want to get into this legal soup because I've already been there twice, and I'm not going back. Oh, don't worry so. about that. Litigation is a business <laughs> tool. You haven't done anything wrong. It costs me too much legal currency and too much mental currency to go through these legal battles, unless it's a, you know it's a hundred thousand dollar deal. I'm not going to do that. Well, anyway, I agree, I, which is also the reason why she probably wouldn't do it either. Yeah, and I don't know, uh, but I just spoke with the guy. Just He called me five minutes before this call, and I explained to him that I would need her to sign a quit hey, claim. Go, go, go get the contract on the house first before you do anything else. Mm-hmm. Then go after her to get the deed signed. Okay. okay. And, and, then, and then just ask your attorney that question. Um, and you you'll know what to do, but honestly, a, a deal that small with cash flow that grand, it probably wouldn't bother me a bit, no matter what. Yeah, it needs a tad bit of work, but you know, for 150 dollars a month, so what? 100 percent, 100 percent owner financing, nothing down. There you go. So now what do you, you know? About? <laughs> I just don't want to play the legal game. I don't want to. I just it's too crazy for me. That's just my personal thing. <laughs> but anyway, I appreciate that. Get, get off my telephone. <laughs> you know, go away. Bernice, you got anybody else in here? Uh, yes, the next question comes from Constance. <laughs> All right. Constance, yeah. please go ahead. Constance, where are you at? Hi, Ron, how are you? I'm good, girl. Where are you at? I don't see a sheet in here. For This must be a question. No, it's, it's just a question. I'm All from right. Texas. We actually saw each other over the weekend, okay. and I sat in on one of your online seminars over cool. the past weekend. Uh-huh. Um, I had a question with regard to the land trust because I am here in Texas. The uh-huh. options are not available. Uh, I know you spoke about g- sending us a copy of those. Do, do you have any idea when we might A copy of what? That? Huh? The um, copy of the land trust. I didn't say I was going to send you a copy of them, did I? Yeah, we were in Jay Connor's session with uh-huh. talking with you and Quincy well, they're Long. In the, they're going to be in the back was, of the new IRA course that I taped while you were there. You were sitting in on that, right? That's correct. Okay. Um, I'll make a note. I didn't promise you I was going to send them to you, but I don't. Uh, but we might be able to do that anyway. I'm writing. Okay. And you can Additionally, always, you are know. we going? Are you thinking about adding additional information regarding the AITDs? Additional the information. Trustees? What What are you talking about? What additional information? Basically, a copy of of a copy a copy of the document no. completed. For no, those no, 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 no. Your attorney prepares that, huh? I never oh, okay. have. I never have, and never would provide that. And frankly, okay. that, that's different in every county in Texas, much less in every state. So okay. that's not something you concern yourself with. 
the uh, trust agreements that are in the back of the book, though, actually are already on Gold Club site. Now that I think about it, your land trust agreement is already on Gold Club site, and it's been here. And the other two, I believe, if they're not on there, and I think they are, that would be a personal property trust and a paper trust, and I think they're up there now. Okay, I'll take another look. If they're not, email us and ask them if uh, we can send them to you. All right, we'll do. Thank you. All right. And guys, you also know that we just taped a new IRA course. It'll be coming out shortly. All right, uh, Bernice. Okay, then next question comes from Roger. Roger, please go ahead. Where are you at, Hello. Roger? Uh, Missouri. Okay, what's on your mind? Another trust question. Uh, I get a little paper from uh, Lee Phillips out in Utah. Yes, sir, so do I. He said there was uh, three elements that would be on the trust now, The uh, and two of those were the date the trust was signed and the name of the trustee. They've always uh, had to be on there. Okay. Uh, we were just naming them back to, like they did back in the old days, you know, just nope. the address. and. No, nope. uh, nope. but uh, the trustee's name was always in the name. Okay. I think right. in the old days you heard some. You heard me say something like, let's name it the ABC uh, or, or, uh, uh, Trust and then comma uh, uh, John Jones as trustee or whatever it was. And the reason we did it that way is because the trustee's name would fall off on the public records because there's so many characters that would show. But it doesn't right. make any difference. Trustee should be an entity anyway. He was saying that the uh, date had to be in there too, the date it was signed. Is that uh, the, the the date is always in there. It's, it's okay. the same date as the deed. Okay. What, what you need, you've got to have the trustee's name on the deed or you are going to have a title problem. Okay. I got one getting ready to go through probate. I don't think that stuff's on there. What should I do about the, it may be a year or so. So, uh, What's that? I uh, have one maybe going through probate here in about a year. So What do you that's mean? What was, and then my deed oh. is going to be flawed that way. You mean a property you're inheriting? Uh, possibly. And, and it's in a land, land uh, well, trust without all, without, all the, without all these elements in it. So what? The minute the judge uh, orders that you are the new owner, that would fix that problem. Okay. And that's what probate's all about. The judge awards the property to the heirs. Okay. If nobody steps forward and makes a claim. Right. Uh, that'll probably happen. Yeah. Well, if it happens, then you'll fight it out to the bitter end, and the, and the winner wins. <laughs> right. But either way, uh, this issue wouldn't be a problem for you as far as I can tell. Okay. I sure appreciate your help. All right, sir. Thank you. All right, Bernice. The next question comes from Bill. Bill. Bill, please go ahead. Hi. Where are you at, Bill? I'm in Minneapolis. Okay, shoot. Uh, I've been getting a lot of um, uh, sellers responding, they, or they are interested in doing contract for deeds. Yes. And I was wondering if there's a benefit to doing a, to getting into the property with a lease option or a contract for deed if one well, is better than the other? the answer is going to depend. By the way, you know I'm coming to Minneapolis on the 13th. Are oh, yeah? I'm doing all-day seminar on the 13th. Are you a member of the local club there? Uh, I am not. All right, well, watch your emails because we will probably invite all of the people on our list to that seminar as well. Uh, oh, I'm in the gold club, yeah. Well just, well, just make a note that I'm going to be there all day on the 13th. You ought to uh, contact the local club and get on their list as well. Okay. The local, uh, you know, the RIA club? Yep, yep. All right. All right, now, what was the question again? I forgot. Uh, 
Lease option versus oh. contract for deed. Uh, contract for deed uh, in, 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 in uh, Minnesota, how long does it take you to get one back if they default? Well, no, this is buying. Either way, how long does it take to get them back? Um, I think it. I think you can. I'm not sure. All right. Well, look. If I've got a choice of buying it for contract for deed or lease optioning it, I'm going to buy it for contract for deed. Okay. Because you legally own the property, even though the deed doesn't transfer to your name, you legally own the property. And anytime you okay. legally own it, you're in a lot better position than if you're just lease optioning it. Okay. So now, now to legally own it, do I need to? Should I have the uh, the attorney? Close it with Oh, God, you better not close one without an attorney. I'm going to come all the way up there and spank you. Okay. Listen, listen to me, all of you listening. Anytime that you have an ongoing relationship with seller or buyer, you always have an attorney close it 100% of the time. So, And besides, your attorney's got to prepare that contract for deed. Okay. And even if you're going to do an axe deal, you can sign up to buy it within a contract for deed and then assign those rights to a buyer. And I can tell okay, you what, it's easier to get buyers what, than it is tenant buyers. Okay. What do I need to do to get it under contract then? What do I, I bring purchase to the and sale agreement? And oh, in there, okay. And then there were it names warranty deed generally. You just okay. check, mark that out and put contract for deed. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense. That's it. Okay. That's simple. All right. And then I can I can write in all the all the other stuff. After that, that everything okay. else is the same. Yeah. All right. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. All right. Who's next, Bernice? The next question comes from Lingle. Lingle, go ahead, please. Lingle. I've got sheets on you, don't I? Or a sheet? Yes, sir. You do. Okay. I'm looking. Here it is. You are in uh, Michigan. That's correct. Southfield, all right. Yes, sir. All right, you got one here that says they'll sell for what they owe, and they only owe twenty nine thousand, and you think it's worth forty one to forty five or whatever, but it's got a three hundred eighteen dollar payment on it, and it um, is current, but the three eighteen is principal and interest. Okay. Well, sounds like you got a good one here, man. Um, uh, with a $318 payment on it, I'd absolutely, I'd take the deed subject to, though. I'd just go buy it. Okay. Do you understand what that means? Uh, not, not too much. Okay. Uh, you have any of my courses? Yeah, I got that. What do you got? Control without ownership. Pardon me? The control without ownership. Okay, well, that one's not... If you want to buy, if you want to get the deed, it would be the green course. But um, I got that one. You got that one. Well, that's where yeah. we talk about buying property subject to, and that's what you're doing here. Okay. This person will probably gladly just deed you this property. You pay the closing cost. Now you own the house. You start making payments when you say, and with a $318 payment, uh, I'd still get two or three months. What do you think okay. this thing will rent for? Between seven fifty and eight. Okay, so you're paying out three eighteen. You're getting uh, and the, the, the seller ask you if you'll pay the taxes and insurance, and the answer is yes. By the way. Uh, okay. If you get the deed, you don't have any choice. You're the only one that's going to pay the taxes and insurance. Okay. But then you're going to get it out of the rent. 
aren't you? Assuming you keep it, because you can always sell it the same way you bought it, you know. That's more likely, Well, Well, if it were me, however, I'd get the deed subject to, and then I'd put this thing on the market for $49.9 on a lease purchase and get at least three or $4,000 down for my tenant buyer and put them in there at seven fifty. Okay, forty-nine In fact, I might get eight hundred because uh, you got to cover. I don't know what tax insurance are, but it can't be much on that on this cheap property. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got an easy, free deal here, Linville. All right. Go back and listen to that green course about getting the deed subject too, and you can um, do just exactly what I tell you to do in there. This is an easy one, but make All sure right. make sure an attorney closes it for you, will you? Thanks, much. Okay. All right. All right, Bernie's. Ron, at this moment, we have no further questions. Well, wow. All right, then I'm going to make another call. I got Carmen Wilson. I got William Eberline. I got Melody Balk. Still waiting. I've got Walt Stewart and Paul Talurda. Talurda. Where are all you guys at? And Karen. Wow, I got tons of them here. Get in the queue. You sent these in. What happened to you? All, all of you, get in the queue right now. Hit star zero to get in the queue. Okay, Ron, I do have a couple more people now. All right, shoot. Okay, the next question comes from Karen. Karen, please go ahead. All right, Karen, I got you. Let's see, I'm pulling you back here. You are from Pennsylvania, right? Karen? Uh, we lost Karen. Let me Uh-oh. go ahead and go on to the next one. All right. Karen, okay. get back in there. Okay, who's next? The, next? the next question comes from Carmen. Carmen, please go ahead. Carmen, how are you? Hello, Juan. St. Pete, I'm Florida. I'm fine, thank you. All right. Well, Carmen, I'm looking at your sheet, and uh-huh. you have an asking price of 35 to 40 it looks like. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, yeah. You have no mortgage information on here. There's no mortgage. It's free and clear. All right. Well, you have to let me know that. Put a zero there. And oh, they, okay. And they said they will own or finance it. He, I, this was my very first time talking to a potential uh, prospect, so I don't think I was effective in explaining lease options. He did say that um, he would think about it, but I could I didn't know how to explain it. All right. It. Well, let me look at the bottom here. It says this guy's an investor, and he buys tax liens. And he vacations in Florida two weeks, and this house a vacation home. Here's the big problem I see with this deal, Carmen. Okay. It's a two-bedroom, one-bath, 736-square-foot house. Okay. And I am telling you, you will have a miserable time selling that house. Okay, so scratch the deal. I would scratch it. I would scratch it even if a guy would owner finance it because that is just really, really small. Plus, I... Okay. I, I uh, uh, if he's asking thirty-five to forty for it, your comps show that it's not worth any more than that. Is that correct? In fact, it might not even worth that. That is correct. Yeah, I'd yes. scratch it. Whack it okay. and go find some good leads, girl. Get back in here next month <laughs> with something to talk about. Okay, I will. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All righty, Bernice.
is talking with someone. Bernice, you there? Calling Bernice. Hi, Ron, I'm back. Okay. Uh, sorry, uh, there's a lot of people in the queue now, so let's okay. go on to the next one. Who we got? The next question comes from Jason. Jason, please go ahead. Jason, where are you from? Birmingham, Alabama. All right, speak to me. What you need? Um, I've got a lead property information sheet, and I'm kind of scratching my head as to exactly how to go for it. Um, What's the, the asking price is 175. What's he asking? Uh, 175. What's the R? Uh, I've got it at about 165. The loan? 164. And payment? A thousand bucks. Okay. Did he indicate that he would sell for what he owes? Yes. Well, then um, you got to decide whether you want it subject to or whether you want to lease purchase it. I was thinking about doing an axe deal. Well, either way, you can still do a subject to or at least purchase it. Okay. If so you, I just have to decide if I want to stay in the middle or just get yeah, rid of it. And, and if it doesn't look like there's any equity in it, really, is there? No, I don't think so. so. You probably just want to assign it and get out of it. So it's a simple axe deal. So to protect okay. him, you probably ought to just go at it from a lease purchase. Okay. And um, in this particular scenario, I'm not going to advertise the price. I'm just going to advertise the payment, right? Uh, yeah, that's correct. If you're going to do an ad okay. deal, just advertise the payment, and then the price is whatever you can get from your tenant buyer plus the loan balance. And I was looking up one thing about the uh, letter of intent that you have, um, and it said that um, you needed to be a licensed real estate agent to do a letter of intent. Is that correct? No. Where'd you get that at? Anybody? It was on your, on your uh, site. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. There's no okay. something that says you have to be an agent to do a letter of intent. In fact, letters okay. of intent are between buyers and sellers all the time. And uh, there are That's what I thought. I, I thought it was a little strange. So letter, um, You don't even need a letter of intent. Just get the guy on the telephone and verify that he's ready to lease purchase it for what he owes and get out to his house and take the agreement with you and get it signed. All right. Letter of intent, so, as far as I'm concerned, is just a, a way to put off doing the inevitable. Let's get the agreement signed. So okay. he's either in or he's out. Go see if you want the house. Make sure it's in decent shape. Well, even if it isn't, you're going to take it because you're going to flip it or, or, or nothing, right? I mean, exactly. You, you've got a good deal there. You've got, a, you've got a, probably a $10,000 axe deal there. So Let's hope so. Go get it signed up. You got it. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. All right, Bernice. Okay, the next question comes from Melody. Melody, please go ahead. Hello, Melody. I got several here on you. Let's start. Oh, okay. With, let's start with one in Cherokee Drive. We're in Kentucky. Yes. Okay, it's free and clear, and the seller says no, they will not own or finance, but yes, they will lease purchase. They're asking one forty-five. You, they think it's worth one fifty-nine, but you don't give me any idea what you think it's worth, nor do you give me any bedrooms and baths or square foot. Okay, I got some work to do. Yeah, the whole bottom of the page is blank. However, if they will lease purchase, you've got to first uh, get on the phone and clarify that while filling out the bottom. 
and then get out there and get an agreement because I can't tell you whether it's an axe or what it is with no payment. Uh, you got to negotiate as low a payment as you can. And since I don't have any idea what the comps are, I can't even tell you whether they're overpriced, underpriced, or whatever, honestly. Okay. So you've got to fill in the blanks. Okay. All right, the next one on Peachtree, it's free and clear, and they will not own or finance, but they will lease purchase. Okay, at least this one's got 1,600 square feet. It is vacant. That's good. Three-bedroom, bath, and a half. So they're asking 126. They think it's worth about 126. You don't know. This one, however, you need to get on the telephone and find out what they got in mind for a monthly rent payment. See how low you can get it. I see 900 a month on here, but what's that? Where'd that come from? Oh, he was saying, well, <clears throat> when I. I was trying to go say with him, he said, well, I can rent it for 900 a month. Well, then why don't you go ahead and, and uh, sign it up for 900 a month and then go find him a lease option tenant buyer that he approves and do an axe deal on it. Okay. Even though it's free and clear? It doesn't make any difference if it's free and clear. If he doesn't want to own or finance it, your only other play is to lease option it. So lease wow. option it for the 126 he's asking, Melody. Oh, okay. And, and the nine hundred he's asking. But be crystal okay. clear that you're going to go find a tenant buyer that he approves, that you're never going to be making him a payment, and that as soon as he approves a tenant buyer, you'll have your attorney close it. Okay, and, good. And, okay. And, and that you're going to collect whatever you can get out of the tenant buyer. Okay. That's it's a pure, simple axe deal. It's a case where the seller wants retail price and you don't want to stay in it, so go ahead and sign it up and flip it. Okay. All right. Um, that's good. Um, $5,000 right there. Okay. $125,000 house, $5,000. Okay. All right. Your last one is on Wellington. And okay. the seller says, yes, they will lease purchase it. It is vacant, 1,600 square feet, 3-2. And it is in good shape. And there's 141 owed on it at $800 a month. And the seller is asking 187 And they think it's worth 190 so, um, A, I'd get them on the telephone, confirm they will lease purchase, and that uh, that, you, that you can rent it for their $800 payment, even though you don't tell me if that's P-I-T-I or not. So I'm still guessing okay. until you learn to fill in these blanks. Well, so, I have a realtor that's supposed to give me the comps, and I had to get circle back around with her. Well, but you don't have when do you want to move filled in, and, uh, yeah, you say it don't need repairs. And you don't have, is it PITI payment filled in? Okay, what, where's the best place to get comps? Because I'm told Zillow is not good. Uh, you're told wrong. Zillow's as good Zillow? as any other site. Really? Look, okay. a sale is a sale is a sale. It don't make any difference which website they're mounted on. If it is a sale, it's a comp. Okay. okay. So what are you going to do with this? Well, it sounds like <clears throat> it's an axe deal because there's really not that much Correct. spread on it. They're asking retail price. Yeah. I try to get him down some. He's asking 187 I bet he'll come down to 175 without a problem. You see, if it's worth 190 I'd rather have it at 175. Then I can get 10 or 15 thousand dollars out of my buyer without even overfinancing it. Okay. So I see. when the guy's got a spread like that, take advantage of it. Make him give you a discount, even if you're going to okay. act it. Okay. Okay. All right, Melanie, get him under contract. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Bernice? Yes, Ron. The next question comes from Paul. Paul, please go ahead. Paul. The Paul. Hey, Ron. From, from did Dallas. You like that cowboy hat over the weekend? I did, man. I did. Awesome, Ron. Awesome, Ron. Hey, Ron, did, are you looking at the information sheet? I'm looking at it, and it says that the that this house is uh, $10,900 in arrears. And, yes, he'll sell for what he owes. That's mighty nice out of him. He owes 115 for all of our listeners. He's asking 115 The house is only worth about 110 to 115 And the payment is 1000 but he's $10,900 behind. So, Paul, that's certainly not an axe deal because you wouldn't get enough money out of your buyer to bring it current. And if you did, you would get nothing. So the only play there is a short sale. What what uh what are you thinking if I can get Bank of America because it's going into foreclosure in three weeks, Ron? If uh-huh. I can get them to reinstate the loan and to break off the payment in three payments, and then well, and then is this your house or somebody else's house? It's somebody else's. Well, you're not going to get Bank of America to do anything. They're not going to talk to you. They'll only talk to the seller or the seller's attorney. Oh well, I already have an authorization to release. That doesn't uh, on file. that that doesn't mean the bank's going to talk to you about structuring a loan for the borrower. They're not going to do it. And okay. even if the, even if they did, you got a hundred fifteen thousand dollar loan on it, and you want to add them to add another eleven thousand dollars to that when the hundred and fifteen is already overfinanced. Right. I, I'm not telling you that that is not a doable deal, but I'm telling you that the bank is not going to add those payments unless the seller can prove to them that they can make them. And I can tell you now when they find out the house is vacant, they got zero chance. So you're chasing a dead horse here. Oh, man. Chasing a dead horse. This thing is a short sale or it's nothing. Okay, how can can I stall them, Ron, uh, to do a short sale? You don't have to stall them. If you get a contract from a buyer on it, they'll automatically stall. They'll... They'll, they, they won't foreclose on it if there's a real buyer in place. I have another contract to buy with the seller that's about to get foreclosed in three weeks, but I still don't have my end buyer which is in the, line, and I'm, I'm, which, sh- I'm looking for that. Which therein lies the problem. You've got to have an end buyer who can close this thing with cash or get qualified for a loan. Without that, they're not going to stop the sale. And unfortunately in Texas, it only takes them 21 days to, to foreclose. So that end buyer's got to come in pretty soon or this thing is going to the steps. And there's nothing new to yep. stop it. Now, if you get an end buyer in there, then present that to the bank and they probably won't foreclose until that buyer plays out. But if you don't have that my, buyer, it's going to be a tough road to hoe here. And, and, my, and my question is, what if, if I bring at the last second another investor that wants to, I can have the uh, the seller deed it or agree with the seller to deed it over and then assign the deal over to another investor that wants to do the subject to deal. Is that, is that a Paul, what, 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 what part of the math are you not understanding here? Yeah, the house is yeah. overfinanced even before you add the $11,000 on it. Why would an investor want the house? Got it. It's overfinanced. It's dead, man. Okay. Spell it. D-E-A-D. Dead. Quit okay. worrying about this stupid lead. You, it should have been thrown in the trash and done. Go find some sellers who you can work with. 
and quit trying to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. (laughs) Thanks, Ron. You're welcome. All right, who we got, Bernice? Who else can I chew out there tonight? Okay, the next question comes from Bill. Bill, Bill, please go ahead. Yeah, Bill, you sure you want to talk to me after that? I'm ready for you, buddy. I'm in Michigan. (laughs) All right, what's up? Well, you've got one of my property lead sheets in front of you, I I hope. Yeah, I oh, okay, in. William Eberlein, all right. Right. Okay, let's see. Got a free and clear house. They're asking 275 Seller thinks it's worth 350 You don't say there's no comps available. Three-bedroom, bath and a half, 30, what is that, 3,300 square feet? Yes. That's pretty good. Um, oh, this is a commercial property. Commercial residential. Oh, it was man, a bar and a marina. And a restaurant, oh, and so it closed about two years ago. The owner is retired and wants to move south. Sixteen docks? Yes. And five trailer lots? Yes, all additional income. So what is it now? It's just that, but without the bar license, without the restaurant. But it's still got the docks and the trailer lots? Yeah, and he gets income from the trailer lots. How, Bill, this is a business that you're buying now. You, you can't look at this like a piece of real estate. And I'm really glad that the real estate's going with it, but I'd have to see the rest of the numbers here. What's the potential NOI? What kind of investment is it going to take to get this thing coming around? And you'd well, never, it, you'd never put a bar good. in it. You'd lease it out for the, somebody else to put the bar in it, so the license is not even your concern. No, the bar, bar business is dead here. I was thinking for a, a club for some guys that's in prime duck hunting uh, right on Saginaw Bay, which is... Lake Huron in the Great Lakes, or a private residence. Just because it has a bar downstairs and a commercial kitchen, it still could be a residence. It's either right. way. Have you, it's, look, it says they own or finance. Have you talked to them about payment? Yes. And? He's looking around. He would like to get somewhere around $2,000 a month. Well, he's, he's not going to get it. On a land contract. He's not going to get it. Okay. Did you, did you talk to him about down payment? Uh, whatever the market would bear, this guy's a friend. The market is there's no such thing as whatever the market would bear, Bill. Okay. All right. Look, you got work to do before you even get this thing doing producing anything. You got a lot of homework to do. You're not even really sure what the best use of this property is. Well, we know it's got docks and trailer lots, and that's that's good news. But you know, in, in Michigan, how often is anybody going to use the docks? So we got to get a handle on what the income potential for this thing is. And you better not even think about structuring an offer promising a monthly payment until we figure out what this thing will produce in the way of revenue. You're talking the docks and the trailer lots. I'm talking, I want to know what income potential is on this thing realistically, not some pie-in-the-sky numbers. Mm -hmm. What are these things going to rent for? What are these trailer lots going to rent for? What is my exit strategy for the rest of this property and what I think I can get out of it? I want to see that well thought out. Then you go put it under contract, offering much less than $2,000 down, I mean 2000 a month, and then you buy yourself time to do some more due diligence before you even close on it. Because you may be buying a property here that you don't even have a, a way out of. And, you know, that's not, I, I don't know enough about it to tell you any more than that, but I can tell you that you do not want to promise a $2,000 a month payment on this thing when you're not okay. even sure what it will produce in income. Well, I was thinking of it as a residence mostly. And as far as down payment, it would be nothing. Okay. Nothing down. 
All right. And then, and then the payment, whatever payment you agree upon, you're going to need several months before you make the first one. Right. I was thinking, I was thinking 120 days. I'm thinking at least six months. Okay. And Let's then I'm thinking, I'm thinking, where did the price come from? You know, well, you had listed with a real estate company. Well, so what? I noticed it didn't sell. Yeah. So where did the price come from? Did it come from thin air? Did somebody just make it up? Well, that's what the real estate company told them at the time. They thought it would sell for. I agree, and it didn't, so they were wrong. So obviously, right. it ain't worth that. Okay. So now, all right. Look, you might have a deal here, but I want the price lower. Okay. I want the down payment zero, especially on a land contract. It won't take them long to get it back if you don't pay. What's the big risk? Right. And then I want the monthly payment lower. To about what? I don't know. Give me a clue what we can get out of income before you try to force an answer out of me. All right. Let's Give fair. me the rest of the facts, and, and let's talk about it. Am I going to see you in the near future? I hope so. You coming to Vegas? I'd like to be. Well, this is, this is my first deal. Well, uh, this is not an easy first deal. This is actually more of a commercial deal. In fact, it is a commercial deal. Uh, but if you can collect the facts on this thing and some pictures and bring it to Vegas, I'd be happy to sit down with you. I might do that. All right. Might pay for your trip. Well, I think so. We'll structure an offer right then and there. And, in gotcha. fact, I'll have somebody call the seller from there because we're actually calling sellers from there and um, getting making appointments and sending out contracts and the whole works. All right. I appreciate your time. All right, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Bernice, do we have Karen or Walt here? I have, okay, I have two Karens. Which Karen are you looking for? The Karen that gave me the property information sheets. The okay. one from Bristol, <laughs> Pennsylvania. I have a I'll Karen take them Wilson both. or a Karen Fisher. No, well, Karen didn't put her last name on here, so I'll take them both. Just whoever's next. Okay, let's go with Karen Fossman. And, and Karen, don't, take any, ahead, don't, don't take any more, Bernice. We're uh, out of time. All right, okay. Karen. Hey, Ron, how are you? I'm Good. in Orlando. Okay, so you're not the Pennsylvania Karen. No, I'm not, and I actually sent my sheet to you for your Saturday uh, all-day live from Baltimore, but then I had to go to work, so I don't know if you tried oh. to talk about it there. And that work always gets in the way, doesn't it? All right, yeah. what can I do for you? Okay, um, I have a gentleman that um, <clears throat> his um, loan balance is 162. Um, I show the house is worth no more than 150 tops. But the problem is, is his payment of 11.82 a month is TITI, but he has an adjustable rate mortgage. That doesn't matter. Okay, he's worried about what if it goes. I up. can fix it real easy. You simply put it right in the contract that if the payment goes up, the rent goes up. Okay, and can you charge enough to cover the HOA fees too? How do you do the? HOA I don't know. Fees? What are they? They're $400 a year, so it's only like $34 a month. Uh, yeah, you could add that onto the rent if you want. And okay, so if he got eleven eighty two, could he charge twelve fifty a month? Yes, I just said okay. you, you can add it onto the rent and divide it by twelve and just add it to the rent. Okay, all right. Yeah, you have to put that on Exhibit A on your lease purchase agreement. On Exhibit A, yeah. okay. Yeah, because got, I spoke at length today with Nelson from yeah. your office, and he had no idea how to do this, but he did say that the contract showed that as the taxes and insurance increased, that 
the payment might change, and I couldn't find that on any. Well, that's a purchase. That's a uh, an installment contract, though, on a lease purchase. It wouldn't mm -hmm. mention taxes and insurance. It just mentions rent. Now, I assume you're going to at least purchase this one, correct? Right. This would be an act right. deal. All you do is put it in Exhibit A on the, on the acts. Uh, that, uh, you use the language that I gave you on an acts deal, and it automatically says that if the payment goes up, the rent goes up. And in this case, you just add another little provision. Uh, well, actually, you don't even have to add that. You just sign this up with the seller at twelve fifty a month, and then that's what you're passing on to the buyer, and the buyer, you know, it's done. It's taken care of. Okay, but he's worried that if it goes up beyond that, um, I beyond just the I just handled that. I'm sorry. Put it right in. I just told you. You put it right in Exhibit A. It says right there if my payment goes up, and they notify the tenant buyer, and the rent goes up. Okay, perfect. Okay, good. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, Bernice, do I have the other Karen? Yes, we do. The next question comes from okay. Karen Fisher. Karen, yeah, please Karen, go ahead. Are you the Pennsylvania Karen? Hey, yes, I am. I'm Pennsylvania Karen. All right, I got And the... we saw you in Baltimore for your one-day training. Uh-huh. And this individual is, um, just his background, he's 89 years old. Well, what individual? Which one are we working yeah, on? I got the owner, I'm sorry, the one in Bristol. Okay. Unwinder Drive. Got it. All right, let me start. They owes 155. Right. And he's got a 165 appraisal in 2007, which is worthless. Right. And you think it's worth about 115, and it's got an $1,100 right. payment on it. And he said, yes, he'll at least purchase it. However, it's a two bedroom, one bath, which means it's small. Do you know how many square feet it has in it? He couldn't tell me. Yeah. It's got tenants in it now? He does have tenants, and they are paying 1100 a month, but they are okay. not covering his taxes or insurance, which totals 387 okay. a month. Well, so he's paying that out of pocket. So you've got a $1,500 payment on this thing that's only worth about 115 according to you, but he thinks it's worth more, of course, and he owes 155 on it. Right. Well, your only play here, Karen, is to sign it up on an axe deal and sign it up with a monthly rent payment enough to cover his taxes and insurance, and then right. see, and then see if there's somebody in the market that's willing to pay that fifteen hundred for this two bedroom one bath. Uh, right. You know, I don't like your chances, but you have little... nothing to lose. Pardon me. I don't like your chances of finding that tenant buyer, but you have nothing to lose here. Yeah, I I agree with you. The, the other thing I was wondering is that he happens he's living in Georgia right now. He moved out of the area six yeah. years ago. Yes. So he's not here. He's also 89 years old. Well, none of that has anything to do with what I just said. Okay. He needs your help putting somebody in there. Uh, but I'm telling you, don't make any promises you can't keep. Because if if, with a $1,500 payment on a little two-bedroom, one-bath that's over-leveraged, 50-50 uh, shot at best. Right. But what the heck? Sign it up and try it for the guy. Okay. Build your buyer's list, and you might get lucky. Somebody come along and give you some money and move in. Okay. And then I had a second sheet um, of a it. home in Levittown, Pennsylvania. Yep, $60,000 mortgage, asking 300 now 250 and you think it's worth just about that, but the beauty is it's got a $951 payment on it. You still didn't tell me whether it's PITI. Not, uh, in fact, it is if it's a $60,000 mortgage. So right. the guy said, the guy said, yes, he'll at least purchase, but it's only a three-bedroom, one-bath, 1,100 square feet. Right. Um, and it is 
occupied with tenants. Is that correct? Exactly. With they no don't lease. have a lease. They're on a month-to-month. And what are they paying? Oh, let's see if I can find that. Um, you know, I don't want to hold you up. I can't find it right now. I don't think he ah his rent. He's they're paying fourteen fifty. Okay. Well, you've uh, you might have a sandwich lease deal here. You got to get that seller down. Because if they're asking two fifty and it's only worth two fifty, uh, I'd want to get them down some since they have so much equity in it. Why don't you get them down to at least two and a quarter? Uh huh. And as long as they'll agree that your rent equals their nine fifty one, you got a deal. As long as the market will bear it, three bedroom, one bath, eleven hundred square foot house don't impress me a whole lot. But you know, I don't know the area. Maybe it's is it a really good neighborhood? I think in that area could it could be. I got it has to be for two hundred fifty thousand dollar value for that size house. Right. Okay, that's so very helpful. What I'd do is I'd go sign it up on a lease purchase, and just tell them that you're going to find somebody else to put in it, and then see what the market brings you, and decide at that time whether you want to stay in it or not. But how do you handle that when he's got tenants inside? Oh, that's do you right. Ask he does. Him to well, have the tenant move out? No, no, you, he's not going to do that. Um, honestly, it might be a bigger nut than you want to crack if he's got tenants in there. You might uh-huh. just want to tell him to keep your number and call you when the tenant moves out and you get back together. Okay. We were also thinking about the idea of talking with him about having, say, a Saturday night, a Saturday afternoon open house and at that time showing it. Not with tenants in it, no way. No, it won't no. work. When showing it for what purpose? Well, if we do find if we do find tenant possible tenant buyers who would want to look at it, he's got tenants in it though. Pardon me. He's got tenants in it now. Until that tenant is out of there, I don't think you should even mess with it. Really? Okay. All right. That's very helpful. It, it Thank you. It would be you. different if he wasn't asking retail price for it, Karen. But he's asking retail price for it. I don't think it's worth chasing. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. That was helpful. You're welcome. Okay, Bernice. Anybody else? Yes. The next question comes from Jen. Jen, please go ahead. Jen, where are you from? Um, a wet and pouring down rain, Washington D.C. area. How are you? Well, it's pouring down rain here too in Jacksonville, Florida. So. It's like London, off and on and on and off, but it turned off. So hopefully um, you can hear this is a better clean call. Oh, we're Thank clear. you for coming to Baltimore. And I did have a quick question on a house. Um, I can't find the owners. They have two houses and they are in bankruptcy. But I have spoken to one of the um, co-owners previously because she's also our former neighbor. But the uh-huh. houses, both of their houses are within a half block of each other. Uh-huh. One's like a million... I just didn't know if I should go to the trouble of trying to find the owners again since they're not there anymore. They're not at either house when, when I know that both of the houses are in bankruptcy. Well, I don't think it would hurt to try to find the owners, which ain't going to be hard to do. Okay. But I don't know if there's a deal there or not because, A, I don't know what kind of bankruptcy, don't know what stage of bankruptcy it's in, and if they're even going to sell the houses in the bankruptcy. 
If they're vacant, okay, they it is, probably are. It is are. Chapter 7. I looked it up at the courthouse. It is Chapter 7. Okay, that means they're going to liquidate, okay. which means that they probably owe more on the house than it's worth. And it's probably a waste of your time, to be honest with you, because if there's any equity in it, they probably wouldn't even be filing bankruptcy. Okay, okay. I know they are over-leveraged on the one that's in our neighborhood and the one yep. further up the hill I didn't know was there. But they well, have a lot of creditors. Well, the problem is if they're not over-leveraged on it, it's going to get swallowed up into bankruptcy anyway, and they're going to force a sale of it. And, frankly, I, I think you've got better things to do than get involved in that mess. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. That's that's my. Go find some better leads. Is the answer to that question? Okay. I bet. I sure will. I'll I'll look for um, Uh, other um, for sale by owners. Am I going to see you up there shortly? Yes, absolutely. You you make sure you bring a ton of leads, girl. I will. I'm going to bring an extra backpack to fit them in. (laughs) Right right answer. Right answer. Make sure they're (laughs) make sure they're make sure they're filled out too (laughs) completely. Will you? (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you. All right. Bernice, we got anybody else? We sure do. The All right. Who question? else is on there? The next question comes from Ron. Ron, please go ahead. Ron. Okay. Where are yeah. you from? Louisiana. Okay. Yeah. I got a couple of questions. Well, one, I got a problem of my own. Uh, I did a, uh, I, I set up as a rent-to-own deal, so like a lease option. Yep. And I got a call yesterday. But they're trying to get me to give them uh, a month for a down payment on the property. Who, I mean, you got a call from who? I actually they want it. Did, did, is this your property? Did you say or something? Right, like I, I own it personally. Yes. All right. So you're trying to put a tenant buyer in it. Right. So I don't understand. The tenant buyer yeah, asked they called, you for. They called, they called and said they, they, how much how much uh, I wanted. Oh. Down. How much do you want? What's your answer? I, I, I tried to I tried to ask her. I said, "What do you, you have available?" That's right. And she was trying to get me to give him a number. Well, your 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 answer is actually uh, in my stuff. If you got my stuff, you don't you have my courses or not? Right, I have I have everything. Yeah. Well, there's a script in my um, manual that deals with that, and uh, the answer goes something like this. Well, uh, d- d- tell me how much you have to work with because that will determine which house I can put you in and how I can finance you uh, or not. How much do you have to put down? In other words, you've got to dance more than they dance. And I can tell you from experience, when somebody won't give you a number, it means they don't have much money. Right. Matter of fact, I think I did wheel it down, and yeah. uh, she makes good money. Like you said, she made like you know, decent amount, great money, but she made, she got like three thousand dollars a month. So I say, so she said, I might be even buy, I might be to buy it outright. I said, well, I mean, person to me, I don't care. She cash matters, I don't care. But uh, I said, well, because I work with a mortgage, I'm a realtor too, so. So I was supposed to be getting back with her because she don't have a lot of money. I know she doesn't know. I asked her, how much you got? You know, she said, well, I'm not have a whole lot right now. So well, then she, she ain't a prospect, man. Money. See, you're wasting all this time on a suspect. Right. And I can tell you right so, now, when they won't even tell you how much they got, they got none. Whack them. So don't fool with them? Don't fool with them. Okay. And another, another, another one, I got another guy. He called his house. But I, I'm so that the uh, he he because he, he make a sit. I, I forgot to fill out the sheet. I didn't get the sheet out because I was he called me off off guard. I didn't have the sheet in front of me. But he, he his payment. I think his payment was kind of a high. It's like about twenty four seventy five or so. Um, you know, PT. Uh, I, you know, uh, uh, what's the payment insurance and everything. And uh, I haven't did the count. You see, the thing he's worried about three fifty. 
Oh, that's not too bad then. About one eight, one eighty, and he said he, he might consider taking the uh, you know what he owe on it because he's about to retire and he want to get he want to get from under that high payment. All right, uh, how much the payment again? Twenty one. Around about twenty, around twenty four. Well, I, I, t- I tell you, man. I mean, that's an axe deal for sure. Do you understand mm-hmm. axe? Right. Well, it's an axe deal but where you're at absolutely no the, risk. But can I get the payment? Can I can I get the payment? I mean, can I get uh, somebody at least tenant? Well, tenant to make I, that payment? <laughs> the answer to that is let the market tell you. Then you'll have your answer. I don't know, but you'll be surprised how high uh, a payment people will make when they can walk into a beautiful home with just a few thousand dollars out of their pocket and have a long term lease on it, agreement on it. Well, his payment's current. He, 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 you know, he lived in the house now. He's want to. I hear you. He didn't want that high payment. I hear you. I've answered the question. Get it under a lease purchase agreement. Tell him you're going to find a tenant buyer that he's going to approve, and you're going to do your best to find him. And if you if you don't, you don't. Okay. You build a buyer's list. You risk nothing. He he stands a good chance of you finding him somebody that he likes. Okay. All right. And uh, and on the property, I don't want to just keep doing the lease option and just try to see what uh, I can get for the uh, what people have available for the Correct. payment. Correct. Look, if they don't have any money, don't waste your time with them. In fact, right. you shouldn't even be on the telephone with them until you know how much they have to put down. Right. You're supposed right. to be running them into Pat live and getting that answer before you even call them. Okay. N- another question. Uh, yes, sir. I saw a couple of vac- vacant houses. What, what's good, uh, like a, a skip trace for service to find who owns the property? I think you go to the assessor's office and find maybe find the owner, but if, you, you know, if you're not living, you moved out. Go to the assessor's find office. Are you kidding me? You know they got this thing called the Internet now? You don't go oh, to the assessor's office. There's a thousand websites you can go on to find the uh, owner of vacant houses. Go to Google and say, I want to find the owner of a vacant house, and watch what happens. Okay, so it's not, is, is it a pay service? Okay, no, nah, most of them are free and some of them are pay. You and mail a house a letter too, and uh, put on the outside of it return receipt or uh, I'm sorry, forwarding address requested, and you might even get their address from the post office back. Okay, so forward address requested. Forwarding also address Google, request. yeah. Google. Yeah, and don't go any okay. further than that. You know, all right. Go online if you can find them. Find them if you can't find them. this is the kind of stuff your VA is supposed to be doing for you. All right. Thanks a lot, Ron. All right, sir. Bernice, are we out? No, we still have a couple more questions. Uh-oh. Well, don't take any more. No, I haven't. We're over now. <laughs> You're on overtime. I'm okay. sorry. All right. I'll take two more, and then we're done. Okay, Who's that's that? all we have, actually. Okay. Huh? The next question comes from Walt. Walt oh, Walt. Go ahead. finally made it in. I was wondering about you, man. All right. So I got your lead here. You there? Yes, sir. From North Carolina, huh? Yes, sir, Raleigh. Well, it's a pretty easy one. They're asking for what they owe, and they said they'll sell it for what they owe, and their payment's only six sixty-four a month. Holy crap, man, this is a sweet deal. Yeah, the, the comps are wrong, and that's what's scaring me. I just actually got a CMA back from a realtor today, and it really looks like uh, the house is a 70-something. I can't remember what it was, 71 maybe, and several homes that are about the same size are selling uh Save anywhere from ninety to a hundred. Well, they owe one twenty-two on it, and a payment six sixty-four, and that's P-I-T-I. What are you yes, looking sir. for? Are you looking for somebody to give you a gift? Uh, <laughs> if you if you are, you have it right here. You will okay. buy you will buy this house for no other reason than you got a six six hundred sixty-four dollar P-I-T-I payment on it, man. 
Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I could rent it probably for anywhere from nine to a thousand, probably. Easy. Easy. It's a three bedroom, two bath, fourteen hundred and twenty four square foot house in good shape, man. You don't. There's no such thing as a perfect deal, and I don't care what the ARV is. And if you decide you don't want it, you watch how fast somebody will come in and suck up this six hundred sixty four payment and be glad for you to sign this contract to them. That's a cheap payment, man. Yeah, she doesn't want to lease purchase those, so I know I'd have to wouldn't I have to take it subject to or I don't don't tell me she doesn't want to lease purchase it. She says she'll sell it for what she owes on it. And if she doesn't yep. want to lease purchase it because she doesn't understand it, get your butt to her house and come out with a contract. She's gonna okay. do what you ask her to do. And, and and if you have to, go ahead and get a contract to buy it subject to and then assign that contract to somebody else and pick up ten grand. Let them buy it subject to. Okay, and just tell them it, it's 122 in the payment, and you're going to be telling them that after they find after they you don't talk like that, you don't tell them that until after they see the house, and um, you you can tell them that there's 122 owed on it. That's correct at 664 dollars a month piti, and that is what's going to attract them, sir. Not to mention it's a pretty decent sized house. Yeah, everything in it's about seven years old. They it seems like they redid it all about that time. It's been on the market for over a year, but at a they were trying to get 140, and it's, the price has changed a few times. She's dropped it down to like 124.9, which is obviously 2900. None of that. None of that matters. Okay, you're making right. it easy to buy. All of that is irrelevant, and you're doing everything you can to talk yourself out of it. You're going to lose this deal. It's going to cost you 10 grand if you don't get out there and get a contract signed. Okay, so just get a contract signed for what it's owed for and then move it to another buyer. Correct. Okay, Correct. I'll do it. And get a check and be done with it. Okay. All right. I, I can do that. I know you can. And I, I look forward, hopefully I'll see you in Baltimore in a week. Oh, good. Bring deals. I, I will, sir. Thank you. All right. One more, Bernice. Okay, the last question will come from Jay. Jay, please go ahead. Uh, hi, Ron. How you doing? Good, Jay. Where are you from? Uh, San Diego. San Diego. Okay. Uh, on an axe deal, when the tenant buyer makes payments and lowers the principal, isn't that equitable interest? No. Why not? No, because you're not giving them... Well, actually, they do have an equitable interest just because they have an option to buy it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but that doesn't they're making the payment and lowering it, so why paying, is that not... paying rent, Jay. Right, but they're lowering the, the, um, the principal. They're lowering their purchase price, so what's the point? What difference does it make anyway? Okay. Because I understood there was a issue with equitable interest. Equitable interest. Anytime somebody gives you an option deposit, they claim they have an equitable interest in the property and try to get the judge to make you foreclose on them. But honestly, if it's, unless they have a lot of money in it, that ain't likely to happen. And if they do have a lot of money, it is likely to happen. In fact, in many states, if the uh, buyer's got, say, t uh, 20% in it, in fact, some states that's actually mentioned in the statutes, then uh, they can uh, make you foreclose them out. Do you know Californians? No, I don't. But honestly, you've always got to live with the fact that they can come back and, you know, try to take it from uh, uh, landlord-tenant court, put it over in civil court. Mm -hmm. So what but do you do? You get, well, you get the right documents going in like I furnish you and get an attorney to close, and you don't worry about that kind of crap. Okay. All right, sir. Thank you. All right. Okay, guys, 
Uh, it turns out that our hour call has been an hour and 20 minutes tonight, so I'm glad we got everybody in, though. I didn't want to leave anybody hanging. So I appreciate you all turning in and hope to see most of you out in Vegas, if not before. If we're going to do Baltimore, that's going to be before Vegas. So uh, out there and get some of those deals coming in and keep tuned because we got a lot of things working and coming down the pike here. So I'll uh, see you uh, a month from now, if not before. Good night.